1: For the past nine years or so, I've worked from home pretty much every day. And I know, Jason, you've worked from home for quite a bit as well, and that's exactly what we're going to talk about on today's Jason Squared episode. I'm Jason Cipriani with Jason Perlow, and we're going to dive into how we've been able to be remote workers or work from home for such a long amount of time and and find some success in doing it. And Jason, I know you have a pretty good routine set. Uh, What's your typical day like?
0: so um i you know i'm not like you unfortunately i don't have kids but uh maybe or fortunately depending on on the way that you know you might want to view it i i just have little dogs um but uh you know i get up in the morning i'm usually at my desk by 9 a.m um i used to get up a lot earlier when i had to work on wall street back in the day and i had to commute to work Um, but now Uh, Most of the corporations I work for now are are usually uh, based out of San Francisco or the the West Coast. So um, I usually have to work a little bit longer days, uh, you know, to deal with meetings and stuff with the people in that time zone. Um, In the morning, you know, I get up, I make my coffee and I make my breakfast. Um, I usually use my my mobile at that point to look at, you know, urgent emails to see if anything has been sent to me by a, a technology company or such. Uh, Or or my employer, if anything is going on that I need to be aware of, that I have to take care of early. Uh, Once I get through those, um, I will hit the uh, the national news sources to look at at news that is affecting our industry that may have happened the previous day, late the previous day, or is happening during the morning. Um, Then of course I start my my regular day of of writing, um, you know, or reading other things if necessary to get background material and what I need to write about. Um, Usually goes late in the day. Um, I try. I feel that my best writing occurs when I'm undistracted and when it's very quiet, usually uh, later in the evening or early in the morning, or even on the weekend. Sometimes I spend on on hardcore writing sessions when the week is more of a research sort of note taking. uh, Interesting.
1: Yeah. So I kind of take the same approach as you. I have a set routine. I do have kids. So my routine usually starts pretty early in the morning, getting up, helping the kids get up, get ready for school. Um, but every day, I get up, I take a shower, I get dressed as if I'm leaving the house and going to an office somewhere yep. and actually working. Um, and then I'm at my desk. Normally, you know, I'd say 99% of the time by 8 a.m. Uh, like you, I work with a lot. I'm in Colorado, so I'm centrally located as far as time zones go. So I do spend some of that time in the morning triaging emails, making sure the East Coast people I work with haven't needed something from me overnight, and then. Kind of waiting for the West Coast people to wake up and get going, Um, but like I said, by eight o'clock I'm at my desk. I usually break for lunch around noon. I try not to work through lunch, but odds are I sit there and yeah, I I work work
0: through lunch. lunch. I usually it's a bad habit. I have my plate or whatever it is sitting a microwave whatever sitting on front of me, and I eat and I and I write and I read. You know, it's it's terrible. Yeah, but I I and it's I really should be sitting at a table in the kitchen or something just eating focusing on having lunch and taking my time with it rather than just wolfing it down.
1: Yeah, I never eat lunch at my desk. That's one thing that's kind of nice about my setup is I actually work in a building that's detached from our house. And we'll get to this here in a little bit. But so when I go inside for lunch, I'm actually in a different building, I'm in the house. Um, So it's nice and I rarely, I probably never eat lunch at my desk, but that doesn't mean I don't have a laptop or my iPad set up on the kitchen table while I go through and maybe catch up on Twitter or Slack messages or whatever. But I, I think, the, and so by the end of the day, you know, around three, four o'clock when the kids get home from school, I usually kind of break for the day. I'll monitor stuff throughout the evening, but usually not until the next morning do I actually work again. I try to hold set hours and set that expectation. I'm a freelance writer, so I have a, quite a few different clients. Um, yep. I set that expectation with my my clients that you know I don't work on the weekends typically that's time for family and kids and evenings are almost certainly out of the question unless something big's going on you know Apple's holding a night event or whoever is holding a night event then right. yeah there's exceptions but uh, for the most part I have typical office hours um throughout the day or out the week and you know I set those expectations with my clients um so as far as what kind of tools and apps and services you use to stay in contact with people? What do you do uh, outside of Twitter?
0: So you know, it depends on which who, who my employer is at the time. Because unlike you, I I work as a as a well, I was a working technologist at IBM and Microsoft. Sure. Uh, you know, Dimension Data, Proofpoint. Uh, I'm now with the Linux Foundation. Uh, now I've moved into more of a full-time corporate writing role in the last two years. I used to be, you know, technology services and implementation. So it was more of a travel oriented role where I would work from home on deliverables and things like that. Um, now I use, I mean, Microsoft was a huge office 365 shop. They used, um, teams, they used Skype for business. Those were their tool sets. I have since moved to organizations which use heavily zoom. Um, for, for, sure. for video, although actually I'm, I'm seeing that you know Zoom is more for people tend to turn the, the camera off and they just want to use it for audio, just like a phone call. Um, Zoom, uh, the Google G Suite um, for, for all the, the main office style things, that, which include email and calendaring. Although I wish calendaring and email were better integrated into a single view on, on G Suite. That's the one thing I don't like about it. Yeah, um, I find I have to end up going to my my mobile to to flip between stuff faster, just because it's more effective to do it that way. I agree. Um, and um, I also for um, landline phone calls, since I still technically do like to make them, um, <laughs> I have a uh, an, an Uma office which is connected to a. I don't know if you can see this. This is a, a, a Cisco IP phone. Oh, you you have a legit phone. To that Cisco IP phone, I have a um, a, a headset. This is a um, a Sennheiser which can switch between the computer um, and the the, the, phone, the regular outgoing telephone line if I need to make that kind of a conference call style call because using these obviously looks a lot more preferable if I have to go on video than, than, than one of these, right? This one is good for isolation. It's good for listening to music. It's good for just tuning out the rest of the world that can distract you. Absolutely. But it's not necessarily the best for a video conferencing or a corporate conferencing scenario. There was another set of headphones that I used before made by Jabra. It was the Evolve 80, which is great for isolation. Um, The Jabra 75 is supposed to be excellent. I was thinking about investing in a pair of those because that's kind of somewhere between one of these and one of these. And I don't have to jump between devices if I want to use one. Um, But that's something you need to be aware of is is the type of voice quality that you're going to have and the headset you're going to use and how you make things like like phone calls. Um, You know, some people just like to use their – just like to use their, their mobile, right? I mean, I always keep an Android phone or, or my iPhone near me, um, but that's not what, how I like to make calls, so sure. to speak, in terms, of, in terms of guaranteeing voice quality. Because what I've noticed is that you really want a good, solid connection uh, when making voice and video calls. Ideally, you want to be hardwired Ethernet to your, your switch. You don't want to use wireless if you can get away with it.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. So I kind of have a mishmash of a setup. I uh, have an iMac I do most of my work on at my desk. It's a standing desk. I do have a, a heightened chair, a stool, I guess, um, that I can sit on if, if, you know, I'm just not feeling like standing Bears up. are day. so
0: important. Let me tell you something. For years and years, I had crappy office furniture. But if you can see this, this is a, a Herman Miller Aeron. Okay. With one of these, you know, it's got the, these, these in the back, you know, for, for good airflow and you want to make sure you got a nice seat. If you got back problems, you want to make sure you have a nice good ergonomic chair. They are expensive. Um, Even this one I got used, I think for like, I don't know, $400, which is a good buy because they go for over $1,500. So uh, you might want to look, look at used office furniture or, you know, stores on the internet to see if they have good refurbished buys on things like higher end office chairs don't go to don't go to home depot or 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 uh don't go to don't go to office depot or or staples and and spend 150 dollars on a chair and think it's going to be a good chair it's not when you have to sit in the chair for 10 hours a day you want a really good chair
1: yeah yeah i agree 100 which is why i try to stand most of the day it makes me stay active at least you know i find when i'm working and i need to think about something i naturally start to wander around the room Um, While I'm working through something, it's, you know, but I do have the least ergonomical chair possible. But as far as keeping in touch with people, Slack is something that some of my clients require I use. Uh, Email is probably the best way for me to communicate with people, even though it is such a cluster of just information that is coming in. And, you know, I have to filter through it. But honestly, I stay on top of it pretty well. Uh, as far as music, which is something I enjoy working to and writing with, I, I can't work with like a podcast or even a show on the TV in the background. It's too distracting. I end up watching that instead of getting my work done. Right. Um, so I have a home pod that I use. I, I love being able to just give voice commands to it and, or just tap on it actually. And, uh, start and stop. You music. like the home
0: pod. You're like the only person I know with a HomePod.
1: Uh, yeah, I actually, I use it quite a bit. It's the only one that's truly integrated with Apple Music and it's okay. easy to use, right? I, and I don't use it to ask about weather or automation or any of that other stuff. It is strictly a speaker to listen to my Apple Music account on. And so in that regard, it, I'm way underutilizing it, but it works for what I need. Cool. You know, I bought it years ago when it launched to uh, review it and it just kind of stayed on my desk. I never returned it or, you know, decided to part with it. But I think one thing we really need to spend some time focusing on here is the mental health aspect yeah. of working from home. And for most of us, being alone all day long. Like that, that is yeah. a very, very difficult part of working from home, especially if you're not used to it. If you know you recently started working from home, whether it was you know, by, by choice or something your company has mandated, uh, the adjustment of being alone all day and not being around your peers or having that brief interaction in the hallway is a huge adjustment to make. What do you do mental health wise, Jason?
0: Well, so you know, I've been at this for like, you know, 10-15 years and I and I have to say that you have to try to create that normal business working environment as much as possible. Now, at this can be difficult because let's say that you are a remote employee at an organization. At at Microsoft, I was a remote employee. Um, My last job, I was a remote employee. And this current job, everybody is a remote employee. So uh, to try to replicate office culture is very important. Now, I'm not saying that you need to have a million meetings and you have to have a million video calls to have face-to-face interaction with people. But you want to try to simulate that office culture as much as possible, even if you don't have that ability to go out to lunch or go have coffee with your comrades um i would try to schedule as much as in face meetings with your comrades as possible like you know once or twice a year you might want to have a just arrange for people to meet each other to get yeah. to know what that person is like i also um am, i'm probably going to instill uh a an office hours an open office hours block of time every week where people can check in with me and just say hi, just like if they were stopping by the desk and picking up a piece of candy, you know, from, from, from a jar. Um, that's what I'm going to have. I'm literally going to have pe- the ability for people to just stop in and say hi uh, whenever they want on, on that block of time, just so people can check in with me. Um, I, think, I think that's going to be interesting to try to do. I'm also going to say that there are certain things that, you know, we overlook that are very important to us, one of which is personal hygiene. Right. And people always joke about freelancers and people from work from home because we always sitting around in our underwear. And, you know, we're not taking showers. Um, you know, I'm not saying that you have to dress as corporate. You know, I frequently wear a T-shirt and, and, and a pair of, uh, of, 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 uh, of shorts um, because I live in Florida and it's warm. But um, at least wear clean clothes, wear clean underwear, try to take a shower at least every other day. Um, you know, I have a swimming pool and, and you know, so I can kind of, I can kind of get away with it. My wife is is laughing at me because she's saying that, you know, you, you, you know, you should practice what you preach, but, um, you should, you should definitely try to maintain personal hygiene as much as possible. Um, if you start to smell, you're going to notice it and other people around you are going to notice it. Um, so try to, 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 so personal hygiene Take care of yourself is extremely important. The other thing I would say is a lot, another thing people ignore is food. They ignore proper nutrition. I know so right. many people that work from their desks that live on, you know, pre-processed, take it out of the box and microwave it food. Um, right. I think that
1: happens in the office as well. But at home, it's a lot easier just to throw something in the microwave. You
0: can't live on microwave pizzas and burritos and Hot Pockets and, you know, uh, TV dinner type things. You really should. Look, I'm not saying that people should become a personal chef. Right. But you should learn how to cook a couple of different things. You definitely shouldn't be living on Chinese delivery and and, and things like that. You know, I mean, I mean, I know what. Look, I've all we've all had to use Uber Eats and things when we travel and then we get stuck in a hotel room but don't don't live like that at home that's that's really bad yeah, yeah. i mean nutrition is so important yeah to your personal life. so so is so is hydration by the way if you don't drink water bad things are going to happen
1: yeah i agree You can't live you. on coffee so the mental health aspect of this is one area that over the years i've had my ups and downs with uh, it gets lonely working by yourself uh, as far as for me, I think what I need to do and what I what I need to do more often and what other people who work from home or are finding themselves now working from home need to do is just get out of the house. Yeah. Just leave. Whether it's you know going to uh, Starbucks and working or a local coffee shop and working for an hour just to be around other people, it doesn't matter if you don't talk or interact with anyone, but just feeling like you're actually a person that exists instead of someone who wakes up, sits at your desk, eats dinner, goes to bed, wakes up and, and, you know, rinse and repeat. Getting out of your house is super important. Uh, There's been days where my wife has come home from work and I'm like, I need to leave. We, I don't care where we go, what we need to do. I have to get out of the house because it's been three or four days that I haven't, hadn't even been outside, you know, and um, that, that's something that's hard a hard habit to break you know i 've tried to commit myself to yeah. doing it once a week or once every few days. One thing I do regularly uh, do is during as the the win- or the winter passes and the months you know the weather warms up here in Colorado is get out and take a twenty minute walk yeah, get some fresh air you know uh, going around our block is exactly one mile, so it 's easy to track and just taking a break you know another thing that's another thing because i work from home i i have i always have this fear that if i'm not at my desk ready to tackle a task that i'm assigned that like my bosses my editors or whoever it is are going to think i'm taking advantage of working from home and and so the guilt of not being readily available is and it's 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 oh yeah i mean and
0: like i'm the type that answers emails instantaneously that I get them. I mean, I, I very rarely wait more than 15, 20 minutes before answering an email. That yeah, it makes, it a, gives, makes, it gives me anxiety.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I'm the same way because there's not that face-to-face interaction. And which kind of segues into the next part of this. We actually opened up to the other ZDNet writers what their recommendations were because we're predominantly a remote work company, right? Most of us don't work out of an office in New York or San Francisco. We're scattered all over the country. And in fact, we're all over the world. And so as I was going through and reading the list, our head honcho, Larry Dignan, he actually uh, commented, avoid guilt. Like that was his first or second item on his list is avoid guilt it you know so hearing someone who also works from home you know he commutes once in a while to new york from philadelphia i believe or philly Philly area you know one of his first things was avoid guilt so it was reassuring to me to know that he struggles with the same thing and it's something we we should all uh, avoid you know when we're working from home um it's easy to sit and watch a show and get distracted but uh you know you got to keep keep working but at the same time it's okay to take breaks you know if you're at an office you take breaks you go down to the break room you go to the cafeteria whatever it is to get a cup of coffee you could do that at home you don't have to always be on and always be available
0: agreed um
1: some other tips i think a predominant theme that other writers had was not to work on a laptop you know yeah at your kitchen table ergonomically it's Really bad for you. It's,
0: it's awful, and as you get older, I mean, you, you end up squinting at the screens no matter how big they are. I mean, I I bought a MacBook Pro 16, um, just like two weeks ago, but I don't use it as a laptop. I have it plugged into a, a Thunderbolt dock, which consolidates all my my I/O and all my my peripherals that are attached to it. You know, the keyboard is is a Bluetooth keyboard. I got you know all sorts of other junk connected to it via USB, but. Um, I use two 27-inch monitors, yeah. uh, 4K monitors to do work. Um, big monitors so I can blow up text. Because, like, I mean, you, you want to be able to have to move windows around. You don't want to feel cramped in a workspace. Um, so I think having big monitors and uh, being able to uh, easily detach that that laptop from all that that rat's nest of cables. Um, I only have three cables that go into that MacBook. The the, the, the two yeah. Thunderbolt monitor connections and uh, the power connection from USB-C, and that's it and then i can and then i can go on my way if i need to
1: yeah i think the biggest thing is if you do have a laptop treat it like a desktop get yourself a monitor a keyboard yep. and a mouse avoid the cramped writing environment you know work environment on a laptop at your kitchen table. And that was another thing, uh, a predominant theme out of the list uh, that we received or the advice we received was find a dedicated workspace. Don't work at the kitchen table or on your couch 100% of the time. It's it's not conducive to getting work done. You're gonna find yourself distracted or just hating working from home because of it. Um, Some of the other comments we had was echoing getting out of the house you know, schedule a time to go to the gym every day and make sure your boss or whoever knows I'm at the gym. I'm unavailable. These hours just needs to happen this way. Mental health, super important. Um, any final bits of advice, Jason?
0: Well, you know, I, I, one is that, you know, we've talked about a lot of different things to try to keep, uh, focused, to try to have a connection to the world. Um, I, I would say that, you know, you just need to, you Take every single day at a time. Don't worry about, you know, what's going to happen over the course of the week. Am I going to get all my crap done? Um, you just, I, I think that you need to have, um, one thing I, I will say is that having a scheduler, right, whether you use Google Calendar or you're using Outlook and any of those things, it's important to block off time so that you know that there are tasks that have to occur during the day or during the week. Even if you don't do them at those set times, you yeah. should know that those things are on your list. Um, to get them done. And, and so, that, so organizing your time, uh, and that's something I struggle with a lot because I get a lot of distractions. I may jump in, in and out of one thing and then do another. At least if I know I have them on my list and I'm, I'm attacking them in some sort of a sequence, um, that can be helpful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. For me, it's take care of yourself. Get out of the house. Yep. Be around people. And it really try to enjoy working from home, but also make the most of working from home in that regard i think that's a good place for us to stop i'm jason cipriani
0: and i am jason perlow
1: and this is jason squared make sure to check out more of our videos and work at zdnet.com